Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Hafsa and welcome to the Mind Pretty Soul podcast where I get to talk about that which gives you peace of mind, keeps you looking pretty and the things that make your soul sing with incredible women that inspire me. In this episode, I'm joined by not only one, but three women that inspire me. My best friends, Samira, Parisa and Nirvana, whose episode you've probably already listened to. As we turn 30 this year, shout out to all of my 1991 babies, I thought I'd bring my girls together to reflect on our 20s and the upcoming third decade of our lives. We all went to school together, so we met when we were about 11 or 12 and we've experienced highs lows and everything in between together so it's a bit of a trip that we'll all be celebrating this new chapter of our lives too it's a bit of a long episode so hang in there because every minute of the episode is worth listening to it's not glossy whatsoever because there's lots of giggling messiness and overall silliness there are some serious moments though as we compare our rocky early 20s to the unshakable confidence of our late 20s and our hopes for our 30s happy listening okay so this is a special, special, special episode. I have my best friends <laughs> in the studio with me. Guys, <laughs> hi. 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 Hey. <laughs> this is so crazy. I can't believe it. Okay, guys, so half of us are 29 and we're about to turn 30. And then the other half are already 30. Our birthdays are literally back to back. Month By the after way, month. I just realized I said half of us are already 20. I mean in our dreams but we are <laughs> <laughs> um yes yeah, so half are already 30 and the other half aren't so nirvana and i aren't 30 yet and we are exactly a month apart in terms of our birthdays and then we have samira and parisa september baby my Vego yes. twin <laughs> so you guys have just turned 30 so guys if you were to summarize your 30s in one word or at least what you expect your 30s to be seeing as nirvana and i we haven't turned 30 yet and parisa and samira you've only just turned 30 what word would you use to describe your 30s? Mm. So far. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty chilled. Pretty chilled, okay. Getting used to it. Getting used to it, okay. And Nirvana? 
I'm not 30 yet, babe. But yeah, what would you expect? <laughs> <laughs> what would you expect? Like, come up with a word that you think your 30s will be like, I guess. Sexy. Okay. Right. Grown and sexy. Yeah, grown and sexy is good. For me, I think it will be hmm, success. Mm. Ooh, I like. Yeah. And what about your 20s, guys? Those are the ghetto years. Hardship. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think growth. A lot of growth. Yeah, yeah. so I was going to say a lot of growth as well. I mean, my twenties were like a roller coaster. I mean, there was hardship in there, but then there were really good moments. Yeah, absolutely. I think there was definitely a lot of getting to know myself, yeah, understanding mm-hmm. who I am, all the layers, a lot of insecurities coming up. I am starting to feel like I'm a lot more grounded in myself as yeah. I'm turning, you know, towards my thirties. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean. You see how your 20s are like this massive decade. You've got 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. Thank you for that. <laughs> we got it, Hafsa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of, yeah, like, there's so much time. But you know how a lot of people say there's a massive distinction between your early 20s and then your late 20s? 100%. Did you guys feel that? Mm. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I feel yeah. like my early 20s were so messy. Yes, yeah, me too. Mm. It was just a lot of insecurities, a lot of not being sure of what I want to do, where I'm going with life, and just even stuff like your skin routine. It was just a mess. I think after 25, everything just improved. Yeah, me mm. too. I feel like, for me, just going on from what Parisa said, um, my early 20s was... I still kind of felt like a teenager, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, me too, me too. Um, where I was not yet technically an adult, per se, like, mentality-wise. But yeah, I was still 20-something. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot of trying to understand my insecurities and understanding who I am as a person and mm. where I want to go. Yeah. And I think because there's such a huge emphasis put on us in our early 20s where we have to know what career we're going to take. And whereas I think that's a bit too early on. Like I kind of wish we were making those choices after we turned 25 onwards. 100%. Because I feel like for me, I actually started to understand myself as a woman more Yeah. after 25 and building up to 30. That's so Absolutely. interesting. I loved my early 20s. You know, I can't believe that you, like, honestly, I hated my early 20s. You couldn't I loved my me. early, I think I grew so much from 18 to maybe 25. Yeah. I think I was really switched on. I But then I did a lot of things that, maybe were ahead of my time mm. in terms of like, I did loads of personal development. I had loads of therapy back when mm. this wasn't really spoken about. Therapy yeah. wasn't a thing. I did obviously the personal development courses and then I went backpacking alone. I think I grew so much. And then, you know, it also shows you that trauma can happen anytime in your life. And then after 25, there was a f- couple of like traumas and family stuff that was going on where yeah. I just dipped. Mm. And then my last couple of years have been the hardest for me. So it can look different for everyone. But generally speaking, I can absolutely relate um, to, to what the girls but have said. I think for all of us, um, our early 20s, although, you know, there were some bad times and trying to get to know yourself. Yeah. There was also good times, as Nirvana has said. Definitely, definitely. Um, where you know you can't repeat you can't get those times back no you, you can't, can't. they're like, so essential to your growth and to who you are as a person today 100 percent. i feel like today i wouldn't be the hafsa that i was today if i didn't go through the half of the shit that i went through when i was in my early 20s like, Spot honestly. On. Mm-hmm. this they always were. reminds me of nirvana's tattoo <laughs> ubuntu ubuntu, ubuntu. Yeah, <laughs> tell us about ubuntu yeah. 
Um, yeah, do you know what? I think when I was 18, I had this crazy spiritual By the way, awakening. sorry to interrupt you. I remember you knocked on my door. You came to my house, actually. You stood outside my front door. You go, guess what? I got a new tattoo. <laughs> and then you turned around and then you lifted your hair up. And then it said, I was like, I don't know what it says. <laughs> and then I realized, actually, you said it says Ubuntu upside down. Yeah, I just had this massive, I think I had like a bit of a spiritual awakening, literally. Yeah. When I was 18, I think I just went through this massive, like my brain just exploded in a good way. Mm. And that's when I was just on such a high for a couple of years and I realised we're all connected you know like everything happens for a reason everyone in your life makes you who you are and I let go of so much and actually I noticed the physical change I think I was holding on to so much emotionally Yeah, I was always like puffy bloated going through so much health stuff but as soon as I let go of all my emotional stuff I felt so much more in my skin mm-hmm. and that's what the tattoo really just represents for me Yeah. Um, but my mum went ballistic obviously I I mean, and then when I came home yeah when I came home, I showed her she loved it. No way, did Yeah, you? I hung up the phone. I was like, I'm getting a tattoo. You've got three seconds to say your piece. Yeah. And then I switched off. And then she accepted it in the end. And then I went and got it done. Then she loved it. So, I mean, you know, it's the kind of stuff you do at that age. But yeah. I mean, we did some pretty reckless things, I think, in our early 20s, you know. Yeah, what, well, when we... Anyways, let's move on. Okay, let's move on. That was in our. It's not expose. (laughs) 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 That was not in our early twenties. I wasn't that bad, but no, I feel like genuinely my early twenties were so miserable. You know, I can actually remember every single one of my birthdays in my early twenties, except for my twenty-first birthday. I don't mm. remember what I did for my 21st birthday. I genuinely can't remember because that was one of the worst years of my life ever. Mm. And there were like years that you're so insecure. You're not really sure about yourself. You haven't really gained your voice yet. Mm. Whereas when I was in my, twi- my when I was in my teens, I was like kind of outgoing. I was a bit more boisterous. But I think, is it like a mix of actually knowing that you're not in school anymore? You're in university. You're trying to grapple with the world. And also when you leave uni, you're not really prepared for it either. Mm-hmm, you're just mm-hmm. kind of thrust out into the big bad world. And mm-hmm. then you just got loads of things as well. You're kind of navigating new friends. You're navigating like, mm. you're starting mm. to navigate men and all of these different things. That oh happen. my God, Definitely. that's a whole other yeah, topic. Understanding of, yeah. your body. Oh yeah. God. yeah, your yeah. body changes a lot as well. Like yeah. I remember not being confident in my body when I was in my early 20s. Yeah, body dysmorphia. This is before social media. I mean, there was always like Facebook and stuff. Yeah, yeah. like MTV as well. Yeah, MTV, exactly. Mm. All this stuff. But now, I feel like your late 20s, like what were your late 20s like versus your early 20s? I think for me, because up until like early 20s, before that, I think when I was in secondary school, like I had my life planned out. I'm going to study this, do this. Like I had it all set out. I'm like, by this age, I'm going to be engaged. By this age, I'm Mm. going to be married. By this age, I'm going to have a baby. And then I think for me, because obviously I failed my A-levels and I had to retake and I had to completely change my degree. And then I hated it and then I didn't have friends. So I think I just went from always having a plan from a very young age about what I was going to do and then losing that and then kind of losing myself in the process, like not knowing where I was going and what I wanted to do and stuff like that. So um, early 20s, it was a bit tricky. But I think after that, I think once I got back onto a path that I enjoyed, I just felt good. Like I just Uh, felt good and confident, and like my self confidence as well, massively. You guys know. (laughs) I I remember when we was we went traveling together, me and Parisa, and we were we were away for like two months or two and a half months or whatever. And on the flight back, she was like, "You're not going to recognize me." Oh, I've decided I need to go. Basically, like I need to reamp myself, and that moment was so crucial for you. I think everything was coming up when we was traveling. After that, there was a massive change. Like a th- you just basically fitted in your skin. Yeah, so yeah, much more, yeah. and it, it took, took a while, but it was so nice to see you grow. I think that trip really like changed you yeah. in a good way. 
But I think even from then, it took ages because I think the m- biggest transformation was probably in the past three, four years mm-hmm. when I was doing my PGCE when I went back to uni. I think out of us four, I would say yourself, Hafsa and Parisa, you guys have actually, from who you were in your early 20s compared to now, oh, like you guys are like the very definition of like growth and just being the best version of yourself. Thank you, babe. Not Thank saying you weren't as one of our now. <laughs> <laughs> I put myself in the same boat as you. I'm not going to lie, there was a bit of a downfall with me. No, no but you have decision. to admit, though. Bad, you have to admit that Priest and Hafsa, both physically, yeah, mentally, you. emotionally. I think your one also peaked early as well. You've had a few peaks. Yeah, you know you've I mean? been like up and down, age, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think You've I had, had a, a peak peaks, when, yeah. you know, from like I said, my early 20s was such a high for me and then bad stuff happened. Like you were kind of already ahead of the game before yeah. us yeah. three were. But going back to what you asked, Hafsa, um, I would say in my late 20s, yeah. I would say it was actually like the most challenging years I've had my whole life. Yeah. Um, you know, I went through like, as you girls know, I went through like a period of like, health issues like physical health problems and I think at that point that's when I actually made the transformation from being you know like a young person or like a teenager shall we say to actually being a full-fledged adult I've noticed that change yeah where where Mm. I've realized you know life is full of hardships and up until the point where I experienced my health problems like alhamdulillah like my health was fine everything was going well for me but then you know I had like a year and a half where you know I went through like had physical health problems and then like I had like a breakdown and then like had personal relationships breaking down career choices not working out all happening back to back where I couldn't even catch a break and I think during that period as much as it was the hardest for me I feel like that's when I actually realized this is life it's not always going to be smooth sailings it's not going to be like back-to-back parties and following motives and going on traveling motives and everything it's actually this is real life and I also actually started to see the people that were actually genuine Mm. and honest to god like you girls helped me get through it so much like I also realized the importance of friendship where it's not only for the good times it's only it's also for the bad times um but, you know, at the end of it, I would say I'm happy I actually went through what I went through because it's helped me become a better person of myself today. You know, mm. what I could say about you, Samira, 110%. You have grown so much. Like you said, mm. it's about kind of realizing actually now I'm in adulthood. And just as much as the good times can be real life, the bad times as well. And what it does is it puts things into perspective. Like it puts your relationships into perspective. Who is actually worthy of being in my life? Yeah. Who is there for me? It makes you realize what's important. So actually chasing money or going out for a motive or having fun. Like all these first world problems we have, like we are so blessed because I remember when I was at my lowest, like the people around me, they would be like, I'm so stressed today. Like this happened and that Mm -hmm. happened. And I remember I used to sit there and think, I wish I had your problems because in comparison to what I was going through, it's light work. Wow. not trying to take away someone else's problems and their own suffering because that is also their own test but it's just realizing that perhaps I put too much importance on things that weren't actually that important mm-hmm. and that that need, required that much time but yes yeah, so I would say like you know me entering my 30s now like I feel like I've got a better perspective of life yeah. and mm-hmm. you know you can actually take those lessons with you now into yep. your 30s and create a better decade I think yeah yeah 
Yep. I'm proud of you, man. Okay, so Thank moving you. on from your 20s and like bad times and good times and lessons and things like that, what are some of the achievements that you think you've made in your 20s that you really want to be proud about? I think emotional growth for me. Mm. I think it's definitely been a rocky ride, but my relationship with my parents, I think that's been so key for m- in my life anyway. Yep. Um, relationships with people in my life I think I realized at one point in my late 20s there was a definitely a different level of maturity when it comes to like thinking about your relationships with people and I I realized my parents are just human yeah and I think I when I started to see that I let go of so much stuff Mm. and I feel so much more grounded in my relationships with my family that's something that was weighing me down for a long time so I'm really proud of like the the level of maturity and being able to forgive certain things with my parents and just kind of building better relationships because I realized life is too short and I'm getting to a stage in my 30s I'm thinking about like kids and you know the family I want and how important it'd be for me to have everyone together in my Mm. family Mm. it's been really nice to just let go of a lot of things so I'm really proud of that and I think for me that's really important that is really important it is what about you Samira um I would say in terms of my career Mm -hmm. you know through my 20s there were certain points I didn't know what I was going to do and you know I entered the field of psychology but what they don't really prep you at the point of A levels and when you're actually going to uni is how it's a long path yeah and Once I got my undergrad degree, I was thinking it's a bit too long. I don't want to pursue it. But, you know, cut a long story short, um, the fact that I'm now entering my 30s with an actual career title. That's like one of my biggest achievements. Um, It's still not over in terms of where I want to go, but I'm happy at the stage where I'm at at the moment. Thanks, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would also say um, another thing was the importance of looking after your health yeah um so for the longest while I always put like I think all of us can relate at some point where we were conditioned to think like the conventional medicine was the best route forward Mm -hmm. but now knowing like the importance of like supplements and now you're talking my language yeah (laughs) shall I carry on please (laughs) you're learning Uh, yeah there's the importance of that and also taking time for yourself yeah like that self-care self-care is important like a hundred percent both mentally physically emotionally I think that's one of my other achievements and there was one more actually yeah going to therapy that's major yeah. I actually went major. to therapy in my earlier 20s I haven't done so much now I'm into therapy I think since I was like 26 or something I probably want to go back mm. but yeah that's definitely one thing a hundred percent and I remember I recently read somewhere how when it comes to therapy I feel like because there's such a huge stigma with therapy where people think you only go to therapy once you've lost your marbles or you're not on your a game although that at times is true um, I think it's also important just generally to go to therapy, even if you're good in life, 100%, to go 100%, to therapy yeah. because as much as you may have friends and family around you, mm. it's not their job for you to like burden them with all the things you're going through in life. Like go to therapy, get a neutral perspective on it, hear yourself talk because that in itself at times can give you the answers as well. Definitely. Um, Definitely. So, yeah. Well done. Okay. And what about you, Parisa? Quite similar to the girls as well. I think for me, um, 20s, a lot of self-love. Self-love and relationships as well. I think in secondary school, there was like, I had a lot of, you know, friendship dramas and stuff. And I found it quite difficult to have healthy friendships at some points. And I think 
later on in my 20s and I think we can say to this day I am pretty good at sussing people out and having good friends and having good people in my life and um what was the question? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> what, were your, what were your achievements? Which my you achievements. Yeah, okay, so my of. achievements is self-love, self-confidence, um, developing amazing friendships. Like, honestly, like you guys know, mm-hmm. I tell you this all the time. Like, my friends are my family. Same. Yeah, and yeah. I agree with that. I should have yeah. said no, that as well. But like, realistically as well, because I don't actually have many... F- my, like what? It's my mum and sister. Like, I don't mm. have many family in this country, so... And you get to choose your family as yeah, well. Yeah, so exactly. With certain family members, I don't get a say, but... This one I get to select who I have in my yeah. life so I think that's a big achievement some of the amazing friendships I've um, developed over the years over the decade or decades actually um career as well I think I'm doing I mean even though it's sometimes emotionally mentally physically draining I am doing something that I am proud of and yeah I feel good about you're doing a good so job on that you are doing yeah. Good job. yeah we'll see how my year 11s do and year 12s do this year guys <laughs> <laughs> get back to me on results day so wait are you only as good as your GCSE results and your A-level no, no, results no no but let's see how far I take these kids we'll see <laughs> I'm sure you'll take them I far, mean I worry. recently they asked you're me one the coolest Adam teacher was. anyway no, th- that's not always the case depends what year group has me ah yeah one of them asked me what an atom is the other day and i nearly cried and this is like an older student and i was like oh my god i've had you for three years i would have loved to have you as a teacher <laughs> Same. i'm good i think regarding teaching wise i'm a better form tutor like when i have that pastoral relationship than i am i am a science teacher mm. like at form time the other day i was like yeah none of you guys are allowed to get married under the age of 25 they're like what i really hope none of the parents listen to this but <laughs> i really hope they don't go home and tell the parents no and i was like no i was like why is that your goal like why are you making that your goal right now i need you guys to be like i'm gonna go traveling i'm gonna buy a house i'm gonna i don't know start mm. my own business i was like think big the world is your oyster a little backstory i work in a girls school so a lot of the girls in school are like i just want to have a big wedding i'm like you can have a big birthday party <laughs> same same <laughs> man. but you yeah. know though you make a good point though it's about enjoying your 20s as well and yeah you want to ensure that they have as fulfilling a life exactly as i'm not saying it don't get me wrong i'm not saying they shouldn't anyone listening um it's just i think a lot of the time they focus on that rather than themselves whereas Mm. i try to be like learn who you are they're like why don't you want us to have a relationship and i'm like learn who you are love yourself first like but you know that being said it's that's such a journey i used to say i'm gonna have a baby and i'm gonna have my man by the time i'm 21 and actually even in my early 20s yeah i thought i was gonna have kids 21 oh wow (laughs) i mean i think by the time i got to 21 i realized yeah that's way too soon but I think it's interesting because when I was in my early 20s, I was like so like ready mentally. I mean, I really you thought you were. But yeah. you I fit, you thought you were. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just like how we all I did. I still think I am. But and, but then yeah, you, you, it's re- an you realize thing. how much you center your life mm. on a man, or you realize you center your life on romantic relationships. It's also mm. our cultures and religion and yeah, society. Yeah. yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah. But then, as you get older, you realize that actually a relationship can be actually a really good add-on to your life, but it can't be your whole life. It can't be the core. Yeah. No, it can't be yeah. because it needs to complement your package Absolutely. of life Honestly, yeah. Absolutely. realistically coming from like the perception of like you know i deal with teenagers five days a week i mean it could go one of two ways sometimes it can even the bad ones can help them grow so much yeah but i think it just depends on the individual sometimes if they're not equipped mm. to deal with that and if they don't have the support system or they're not in the right environment it can do so much damage and i think for me where i come from when i talk to my tutees about this is the fact that I know a lot of them don't have the tools yeah. or the support system, like friendship-wise or house-wise, to be able to deal with this. So that's my worry. I'm like, I'd rather not you dabble in it until you're a little bit older and more mature mm. than lose yourself. No, I think you've got that. I think yeah, you've got that spot on because 
with myself, like my like experience working with my clients, you know, relationships can either make them in the sense of boost them. Yeah, exactly. Like in, it can either boost their mood and it can like actually complement their life where it's actually a nice add on. Or it could have the opposite effect yeah. where it contaminates like their professional life, their social mm-hmm. life, their maturity, like mental all those things, yeah. mental well-being, everything just goes downhill because of how toxic a relationship can be. Yeah. Um, it may not even be necessarily tos- toxic, but if it's a relationship that's perhaps stagnant as well, that can be just as damaging as a toxic relationship where ultimately it You're can damage other, yeah. your mental health well-being and... It's like a vicious cycle, which is very hard to get out of. And that's interesting because I think each of us will have events that define that era in your life, whether it's your early 20s, whether it's your late 20s. Mm. Childhood. Childhood, like it was a massive relationship that you had in your early 20s or your late 20s, but then maybe you might have come out of it. So these are kind of events that define a lot of people. So you'll find that a lot of people, um, a lot of people would say, oh, I was in a relationship from like 20 three to 27 and then when I came out I realized actually that I should have just been enjoying myself in my early mm. 20s or I learned so much from yeah. that exactly and then I, I realized actually what I want in a partner or actually realized he gave me so much but now it's actually time to just yeah. move on and enjoy the next it can go of I've in either what in like in either direction but yeah. I feel like with what Prisa just said now about the conversations she has with her students, I feel like that's so needed where, you know, young adults are taught about red flags of relationships, green flags yeah. of relationships, just so they know that if you're going to enter a relationship, make sure it's the right relationship for you and you're not just settling or you're not like yeah. bypassing so many red flags. Yeah. Like it's a red flag for a reason. Yeah, I think on top of that, maybe even before they teach you that, I think personal development should be encouraged Mm. because the more you work on yourself, if that's encouraged in schools, like everyone should have therapy, there's nothing wrong with it, like that should be introduced or, you know, some sort of like motivational workshops and things like that. The more you get to know yourself, it's easier to navigate yourself through the red flags, Mm. the green flags. I think often when toxic relationships have happened or trauma of all kinds of ways, sometimes it can just be it's harder to see because you've got so much stuff going on obviously not in every case sometimes things really shitty things can happen to us but generally speaking it's easier when you've done a bit of work on yourself to navigate yourself yeah Mm, yeah Yeah. obviously not talking about the extremes of what can happen that's of course a lot of times other people um okay so what about you Hafsa what are some of your achievements (laughs) of your 20s you know what I think I definitely would say my degrees are a massive achievement of mine. Like I'm actually, now that I think about it, <laughs> it's insane that I actually got a master's degree by the time I was 24. Yeah. Like I realized hey. that only after I'd actually completed it because I was in the same class as people who were parents who were in their late 20s. Mm. And now I know my friends who are like in their 30s, in like 28, 29, like me, who are going on to now embark on their master's. No, that's so an amazing achievement. I'm actually really proud of you that. You actually motivated me to actually go ahead Really? Did my masters as well? Oh, thank yeah, you, you I did. Didn't know that. You did. Listen, I'm sorry, but I wish we went to. U- I mean, we briefly did go to uni at the same time, and our unis weren't too far. But we're I wish so we close. But I wish like me and Sam, we took picture with both our ID cards, <laughs> and I wish we were all like connected at uni at the same time. I'd also say a massive thing. Um, I know it's a bit vain, but I'd say my body transformation. Yep, go own it, own it. Because I was in like That's in my teens. Work. It is hard work. It's insane. Like in my teens, I never really worried about my body I was always very skinny I mean I kind of was a bit insecure about how skinny I was but I kind of grew a little bit and that was fine I was perfectly fine and then my early 20s my PCOS kind of 
kind of pushed me to to kind of get to a point where I wasn't really happy with it and then also I was very depressed at that time as well so eating was like my comfort Mm. so I would say after that I was like okay right I'm gonna get myself into shape I remember the exact moment when you decided yeah you cried in my house at my my parents house and you're like I cannot continue like this yeah yeah. I've had enough yeah and that honestly like the transformation has been incredible 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 a lifestyle change more than anything exactly it's not even just physical you know because Mm. honestly now mentally like being able to lift weights like it's not even just a physical thing like genuinely like if I say to myself like oh my god I'm gonna be able to lift my own body weight Mm. to me mentally that makes me stronger in myself I'm like I can actually do anything no no one can can step to me or Mm -hmm. nothing can like overcome me I can actually do this it mentally braces you just as much as it does physically but I love how although you've achieved like your ideal body transformation you've now fallen in love with the process yeah, where it. it's helping you like go on both mentally and physically. And like just now, as you're talking about, you've got the biggest smile on your face yeah. as well. <laughs> and it's just so amazing to see. Yeah, I would say that. I would say that. And I'd also say traveling. I did a bit of traveling in my early 20s, less I in that. my mid. Yeah, you, we've, we've all, all, done, we've a all yeah. done a lot of we've traveling. Done quite a lot of traveling. Yeah. Yeah. So Samira, you've done a massive amount. Navani, you've done a massive amount. Parisi, you've done a, like, a huge done it amount. Together. As well, we've done yeah. it together as well so Parisa what for you were like your best travel moments you'd say in your 20s I think obviously the main one has to be the one with Nirvana because it was like the first <laughs> massive big traveling I've done just a little backstory before me and Nirvana went traveling my parents made me watch um Taken <laughs> wow <And laughs> right after the movie finished they looked at me I'm dead serious they looked at me they were like you see him you see the set of skills he has we don't have that they take you they take you bye-bye do you really want to go and I was like yeah, I was still such going. a bad influence though I was like Parisa <laughs> fuck it let's go book tickets to India we landed in India like like 5 a.m. in the morning. It was like, it was just it was some madness. Guys. It was shambolic. We were like, honestly, thank God. The fact that nothing happened to us is actually a bit of a miracle because we were actually quite careless and we did end up in a lot of dodgy situations. You're like that though this when you're young. This is before YouTube days. This is before like, but just scenarios. Like, to be fair, obviously we're both quite, we're, we're, we've got common sense. Do you know what I mean? We're quite sensible, but there were a lot of dodgy situations that we um, we ended up in. <laughs> so it's actually a miracle we both made it back in one piece because, yeah. It was the most epic Thank trip God ever. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think for me, the code. biggest one was then during my gap year. And I think for me as well, because like I mentioned earlier, like I failed my A-levels. I had to go through clearing. My life plan had just fallen into pieces for the first time ever. So I really needed that to just get some mm. perspective mm. and just, yeah, just basically get to know myself a little bit better as well and since then i've done bits and bobs since then and it's been great i love it it's yeah. one of the advices i actually give my year 13 students to i tell travel. them yeah they're like but miss you told us to save i'm like yeah money will come and go you're not gonna get that time money like, will come and yeah, go like, money will come and go but i always say can't put a price on yeah. experiences crazy statement but if i was on my deathbed <laughs> one of the things i'd think about that'd be so like grateful is thank god i went traveling yeah, yeah. Mm. honestly you know, i used to the best thing i've I ever done in my life zero money when i was what like 23 24 and then but somehow but those were the best times far. i'd piece little bits guys, of money i'd say oh i've got 150 pounds i would find I a flight to spain at paper and a hotel. Chase. i made I it work. part-time it at costa just... and paper chase and, and i work. somehow 
went traveling i went thailand i went all these places but to be fair guys we didn't have rent to pay yeah yeah to be fair <laughs> food yeah. wasn't as disclaimer. expensive we weren't a as bougie disclaimer. there was no instagram there was none of yeah, that. yeah but we had like back then like in our early 20s we had so little but yeah i would say we had one of the best, best times yeah, when it comes to our yeah. traveling yeah. one of the things we used to do just make it work. our little thing that we used to do is we'd grab little like coffees and teas and then we'd go da- walking down south bank. south bank yeah, yeah. Mm. or like birthdays so instead cute. of spending like hundreds and hundreds of pounds we would literally get a t- cake from tesco's and yeah and that that was it. less is less was more back then yeah 100 yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure another really amazing trip i had was um my 19th after, after my 19th when me and samira went into just the two of us <laughs> that was <laughs> epic yeah. we, we that holiday. there was a whole um hospital incident we're not going to go into it let's move on yeah but i'm just saying even though it was like really bad thing happened, it was one of the best I times so i much had about as well. that. what about you so samira was th- i'm assuming that was also one of your yeah. best holidays what else was a good holiday for you we had a banging holiday in italy as well actually we, yeah, did. we did. We did. We that did. Was a lovely holiday. Can I just say really I didn't go there because they decided <laughs> to go when my it. dissertation was due in. Out of all the times in summer, <laughs> they went the week my dissertation was due in. I just, yeah, I need to share that. <laughs> sorry, Prisa. Sorry. 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 It was a good deal. We couldn't miss out. Okay. <laughs> it was actually a really good time. Sorry. Well, I was away anyway, and then you came out to meet me. It was sick. Yeah, because I initially came to travel to you in Rome, me- met you in Rome. But wait, actually, it turned out you, Samira, were there before me. Mm. Yeah, and then I met you we guys. Met yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That was it. But yeah, yeah. What, what, what memories? I you mean, traveled a lot, Samira. the trip with you guys individually to Italy, that was amazing. Um, I'd also say when I went interrailing with one of our other friends, um, we went interrailing around Europe for, I think, a month. And I loved it. Like, we went from city to city. And I just discovered that, actually, it's so important to just take in everything that happens and take it in your stride. Yeah. Um, If you guys haven't been, you need to go to Budapest. I've not been to Budapest. I've One of the either. best cities in Europe. Yeah. I was not expecting that. So that was a great trip as well. Um, oh, and when I went to Greece, that was an epic holiday as well. But do you know what it is? With all these holidays that I went on, like, I didn't have that much money. Mm. But it was just that whole essence of being young yes. and free. Going with the flow. Going with the flow. Changed, and not guys. having Why to worry. And your leave. Expectation. And your leave. season. Half time, guys. My oh my God, so so you know, honestly, I will say this, though. I remember years ago when I, uh, this is probably about two years ago, two, three years ago now, I think. I somehow managed to finesse three weeks of annual leave and I still had more. So what the way I did it was I booked around the, um, the bank holidays and then somehow it managed that it all calculated to be 14 days of annual leave but I was actually away for 21 days so Mm. I got an extra week out of it and then somehow towards the end of the year I managed to finesse an extra like a good another week on top of my annual leave allowance because I did some volunteering we had like a massive Christmas advent calendar in central London and I was like I'm gonna volunteer so every time you volunteered that meant you would get an extra day of annual leave oh, to nice. make up for the time that you had spent a lot so i managed to finesse it in other words this is what finesse. happens when you're in your late 20s <laughs> <laughs> trying to find so annual leave have, days yeah or you have to think of who's gonna look after the house who's gonna you just have to think about stuff like oh that. and guys how could i forget when i went to korea that yes. was amazing yeah your, your pictures looked incredible loved it i would it. love to travel to that part of the i would like the culture well. the food like navan you've been to asia you should know yeah, like it's, it's amazing. amazing yeah you yeah. feel like you're in another world over there. I bet. You know, my next. Hopefully, I'm hoping that I've got a sick eye scenario for you. Oh yeah, I want to go to like Cambodia, Vietnam. Babe, I, mm. I got it. To, it was one pound for me. We got it was like a we got a train ticket from Bangkok 
to Cambodia for a pound. Insane. It was amazing. And this train was like this old rustic wooden train that Ooh. would go through the back roads. At six o'clock in the morning, you're on this train and then you see people like in their garden on their back That must have been so scenic. Coming out to like do their washing. And it was just, it was amazing. It was You, you can travel soon, so far if you just plan it properly. And there's so many like, I don't know what I was going to say. But and if you don't have expectations as well. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, actually. exactly. Yeah. But there's yeah. so much information. And you just you just have to go. You just have to get that ticket. And and yeah, the go. hardest yeah. part is getting yourself there because once you're there, things just happen yeah. to click. Exactly. And money-wise, it is so much cheaper once you are there to get like also, trains. Also, by stuff. the way, my expectations for travelling in a way have kind of gone up a bit more. I don't know how to explain it, but when I was younger, I could stay at a hostel as yes. long as my toilet mm. was clean yeah. and my bed yeah. was clean. I didn't care. But now um, I'm like, I want I a nice, I want a nice right. hotel. No, I can't do do that I anymore no no i think for me as well i'm like i've been working and i'm tired i'm going on holiday i don't want to live i want to like, enjoy myself yeah. i want to live good i want to be pampered i want to like feel good yeah. i don't want to live Navala, the you're life. a backpacker anyway by nature you're a nomad we always call you a yeah. nomad hey. but for me i just i want <laughs> a really nice hotel and also no no, no you, you should do it my way sorry Smith, to cut you, cut you up i never go all out on backpacking i always do two weeks of backpacking let's just say and a week of really bouginess okay. i always back balance my holidays out <laughs> yeah i need three weeks yeah. of bougie yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, i mean me to be too. fair i'm not all bougie i just need clean bathroom and bed that's my thing one of our hostels i had like i, I caught in my pet lizard i had lizard poop on my pillow Ew. Oh, where was this yes, this was in um thailand in a hostel <laughs> 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 i remember i had this is the work i remember one night i, I slept in not, a capsule i ha- oh yeah i remember you told me about that capsule i had cockroaches in a hotel that i stayed in once that was horrible I could not sleep. I was literally. Babe, just was this a hotel or a hostel? It was a hotel, and there were freaking cockroaches in there. Ew. Yeah. I think just another thing as well. Like back Horrible. in the day, going to, like let's say we were going to Italy or like Portugal and stuff, we could do a hand luggage. Guys, I can't do that anymore. Oh, I can. I, I can do that. No, I can't do that. I need to have a proper suitcase. I can't. I went and a hand luggage as well. I went Edinburgh for like you know like couple of days and i took a full-on 20 Parisa, kg I, I just came back from scotland i came back with two suitcases just for four one. days can i just <laughs> ask what do you guys take my toiletries will take up like half the suitcase <laughs> my toiletries my outfits my makeup the things i buy out there oh my god all i need is red lips i just don't want the stress <laughs> of trying to squeeze everything into a hand it's luggage all about multi-use though for me i feel like if i can get multi-use out of my makeup then i can but do the makeup thing to be the makeup fair, thing doesn't take up uh, yeah, too yeah, much space to yeah. but it's more the about thing. the clothes and like, just being options, comfortable yeah. and having options yeah yeah. Um, and also another thing, I don't know if you guys have realized this, but you tag you you pack about three times the amount of underwear you need. No, yeah, that's my just you, babe. That. No, my mum no. taught me that. Actually, that's my mum was just like, me. Yeah, how my mum said, make sure you if carry you're going away for five well. days, how many underwears do you take? I, I usually take, take about nine. For for I take about two days. for each for day. five days. I'll take nine. But this is what I mean. Are we planning on peeing ourselves? What? Why do we take so many underwear? It depends on hygiene, babe. I like to be fresh. My mum told me. She was like, you never know. Three times. I love changing my underwear often, even if I feel clean. I'm like, I know, but it's just the fact that I literally take a whole bag, like as if like what I do is I go to I go to M&S or I go to Primark and yeah. I just buy them for the holiday and then I dispose of them and then my really yeah. nice ones I keep obviously keep no, I just thought it was like yeah. a maybe a girl thing I take more than I need to take as well yeah, just in case just yeah. in case yeah. and as Hafsa said it's like if it's a hot know. day obviously you, you yeah, want to yeah, change you your underwear yeah. Yeah. what I realised about myself so um, I just came back from Scotland a few days ago and I realised I've actually reached the age now where when I go on holiday I actually want to be doing nothing 
Like maybe yes. have a day or two maximum where I do sightseeing and whatnot. But yeah. I want to have like a nice pool set up or a beach close by where yeah. I absolutely do nothing. I do like activities, but I do like to do but, nothing. But, but not like how I used balance. to be, like compared to my early 20s. Like I would want to be out from eight o'clock in the morning, do all the sightseeing, come back in, get changed for dinner, yeah. go out for the night. And then start all over again with three hours or four hours of sleep. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, I want to be on holiday where I don't do nothing. Mm. Where when I come back, I don't feel like I need another holiday yeah, to reset. There's nothing worse than actually feeling like you need to do Yeah, and I think that's like a sign of me entering my 30s now <laughs> and the early 20s. Because my early 20s, I never used to be like For me, this. I think it's physically as well. Like recently, if I don't go to bed like before 12, I literally feel it. Oh my God, can we talk about that? I can oh, talk about that, please. No, but guys, listen, we need to stop doing this because people no. are going to feel think i don't want to turn 30 no, okay. no, 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 no. are cool but honestly i can't believe you know when i was at university i remember in my i remember this so well in my second year of uni i had essays to hand in and i had exams as well i just remember the number of I all would, i would start revising Maybe and working on my fucked. essays at 12 in the morning and i'd go to bed at seven in the morning mm. yeah, do you same. think i can do that now at 29 no like you know when we go out like we come back three four in the morning i literally am suffering for two days after <laughs> i'm fully suffering yeah, two days really. after it takes ages for my body to like I can't, readjust i can't honestly like and that's physically also that's food let's it. talk about food because my body doesn't tolerate food the same way either i mean i've always looked at cake and just gained two pounds that hasn't changed <laughs> um, i mean i'm having that problem right now <laughs> like dairy my body doesn't take dairy as much gluten but Nirvana, do you think you Hatsa, you're just more self-aware oh God, do you think your I body cook. just can never handle it but you're just now more self-aware and you're just more in tune with your body because i think when not we not necessarily i think things i think your body goes through cycles and it can change and also i think you're working harder your nervous system is compromised tired, like yeah. you're more tired your immune system is compromised your mm. hormones change there's so many factors like your lifestyle changes as well you know you're working 24 mm. 7 it's just yeah. the stress yeah. of life goes up it's it's re- that's a really big question but I mean, if you're in tune and your parents are in tune or whoever's raising you, your carer, whatever, your body will show signs anyway from a kid. I used to have, for breakfast, I remember at uni, I would go to a lecture and I would have like Coke and I would have like, That's disgusting. Uh, like loads of different things. I'd have, and I'd be able to have that for breakfast and I'd be fine. The idea of that now makes me I know, me now, now oh I'm like, God. now I'm just like, ew. Now when I see people, I, nine yeah, o'clock in the morning, drinking Coke, I'm like, ill. Ew. Feeling of yeah. like acid burn. I feel disappointed that, like, in my younger self. Like I could just down but so babe, many. But there's like, also mm. a lack of education. Like of in school, they don't teach you this stuff. They don't. In they fact, do. they yes, give they do. They're not allowed fizzy drinks in school. Not anymore, but back in the day, it was Oh, back in the day. No, we still have, but now, Oh, fair enough. Jamie the reason Oliver, why, yeah, but darling, the <laughs> he reason did such why a great job, didn't he? I'm so hyper, but there should be proper education and workshops around educating parents. Yeah, on like f- a lot of the time, food. I think it's easier said nutrition than done because a lot of these families realistically can't actually afford. They can't hundred yeah, percent. It's about, like, much cheaper to yeah, go for is. the least. Think about it. Like, it is. If we want to go and we want to eat out Absolutely. with five pounds. Think about the amount of junk food you can get from mm. a ch- fish and chip oh shop. Back in the day, one pound used to go so my guys one pound. 50 Tesco's remember we used to get like a pastry Kinder Bueno and a Rubicon £1.50. Now, what well, £1.50 is a pastry. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> One pastry. Oh, Let's not even discuss or, other things. Or if you're super thirsty, a water bottle, that's it. Yeah. That's Actually, fair. yeah, the Evian bottles are now like £1.50. Even water's expensive now. <laughs> What would you tell your younger self? So whether it's your teen self, whether it's your early 20s self, and also what would you tell 
yourself in your 30s? I would tell my early 20 self that it's okay to be where you're at right now. There's no need to rush. Yeah. No need to be occupied about what has happened in the past and to be worried about so much what's going to happen in mm. the future. Just to live in the present yeah. and just focus on today and tomorrow. Yeah. And that's it. Um, For my 30 self, um, mm, <laughs> mm, um, just to be grateful. Mm. Literally be grateful for the people that are around you. Be grateful for like where you're at right now in life. Um. Because the other day I was actually thinking like a lot of the things that I used to wish for and pray for actually has happened. Wow. Not all of it, but a significant amount. You're a result of your prayers. Yeah. You know? And, but that never registered in my mind until recently. And it's always like in our human, like our human nature is we always want more. Yeah. yeah. Like mm. just as we get what the we've always thing, wanted, we always want more. Yeah. And therefore you're never truly going to be happy if you're always in chase of what's next. So yeah, just to live in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. You, Nirvana? Mm, I would say, <laughs> I would say it's completely perfect to be where you are. Like Samira, I would wow. say, you are completely whole, complete and perfect. And there's trust in divine timing because everything just happens at the right time. I'd also say just surrender to everything that's coming. Mm. Surrender because sometimes things will happen out of your control. Yeah, Life happens, health issues, family stuff. Just surrender because you can't fix and control everything around you. I think just let things flow. Yep. Um, don't hang on to things being a certain way. Yeah. And trust yourself because I remember I didn't want to go to uni and every the whole world it felt like the whole world was telling me that I was an epic failure. But it was the best decision I, I ever it was made. A big deal. Mm. I think I'd done it the right way. And it worked out so it well. It worked for you. out well it for you. It worked yeah. out so well for me. I did everything that I wanted to do. Yeah. I've always had a gut feeling of where I should navigate myself. Yeah. And I just felt like everyone was telling me to do it differently. Mm. But I've always known. So even the things that decisions I made that weren't great, it was great. Because at the time, that's what needed to happen. Mm. So yeah. trust yourself. And it's only now when you look back on it, you can see that. 100%. Yeah. yeah. 100%. What about you, Carissa? How can I follow up from those two? <laughs> Jeez. Follow up, girl, follow up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty much what they said. I think for me, I would give my 20s the same advice I would give my 30s. Stop overthinking. Stop worrying yes. so much. Mm. Yes. I think me too. for me, just part of my characteristic is really hard. I like having control. I like planning things ahead. So, you know, going with the flow, living in the moment, all of that stuff, I do find a little bit difficult. Yeah. So I think yeah, I'll give the same advice as my 20s and 30s. Just go with the flow and trust the system. Not not the system, but, you know, the universe. <laughs> <laughs> do not, not the trust the system. system. And also... <laughs> do not trust the system. And also, surround yourself with people that are good. Like, they give off good energy. Yeah, yeah. For sure. They motivate you to be a better version of yourself. Like they themselves are role models like I look at you girls and each one of you like inspire me in so many ways like and how I can better myself and I love that I love having people like that around me so yeah that's another thing just to add on I think you guys are obviously on the therapy thing but it's been a while since I've 
been dabbling in such stuff. Mm-hmm. I think for my thirties, I would like to like. Give you a, I think that's your a birthday present. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean to be fair, I, I would like to think I'm quite a self-aware person, but I'm only equipped to so much. And like you said, your friends and family are only equipped so yeah, much to help exactly. you. And I think I'm at that stage where not because there's anything majorly wrong, but I'm just ready for yeah. more. I'm ready Absolutely. to like break new barriers. And but there's also things in your voice. blind spot as well. You know, you've been living yeah. a certain way, surviving. Maybe there are things that you don't know that you don't know yet. It's like yeah. Someone else might shine light on and also, Parisa, like mm. me being a therapist and also having therapy, like I've been able to experience both sides. That's so interesting to me, by the way. That blows my mind. I know. Like, I, I mean, for a while, I was hesitant to actually go therapy because yeah. I would think, but I'm a therapist. Like, I can help myself. Yeah. But then when I actually went therapy, it was one of the best things I did. Um, you know, first I went down the NHS route, and then. Afters for a more long term, I pursued a private therapy, yeah. and it really helped me understand like who I am as a person, the things in my life that perhaps I like, as Nirvana said, like I may be like blindsided by, and how I can then take those lessons and apply it. Mm. And since then, like I have been applying again, I've seen changes where I actually feel like I'm in more control yeah. mm. of myself and learning to say no and learning to do things for myself and putting myself first because for the longest while I didn't know the meaning of boundaries um because I'm such a giving or caring person as I would like to think um you are you know in the process of it I kind of lose myself and I sacrifice my own happiness for others yeah and having gone to therapy it really helped me to open my eyes and then you know me delivering therapy to others I also see that they too walk away with similar experiences mm. at the end of it so I think that's a great shout I think all of us need to go yeah, therapy and continue honestly, everyone yeah everyone. patterns generational yeah. trauma because for me when yeah, I was the last yeah. time I went therapy it really helped me massively but I do think now yeah so now I'm definitely going to start doing therapy because I think in my early 20s when I'd gone to therapy I was going through stuff that needed to be addressed then and now that has passed I Mm. think I need therapy for other things that I've gone through as well as things I'm probably going to go through again in the future Mm. and And just 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 your daily stresses as well it doesn't have to be like a key life event yeah it can be your daily stresses it could be that annoying colleague it could be your commute Mm. could be like difficult friendships or goals in life exactly where you want to take the next turn so I was saying to Danny my brother who's like 21 I said you know you are so therapy maybe with something really bad going on but you, there's nothing wrong or, to, or bad to fix it's just good to navigate yeah, where you tune are. Up in a no, way but yeah exactly. it's kind of like going to the dentist like for a checkup like yeah exactly. it's your mental mot i guess That's literally it's your MOT. mental MOT. but then again guys i feel like you know maybe i can just maybe i can speak for myself in this instance that in my early ten- 20s i didn't have that kind of perception of therapy mm-hmm. i i honestly thought if you go therapy that means you must have mental health issues yeah Whereas the more I've grown and the more we've all grown, we've now started to realise actually it doesn't mean just that. It can yeah. mean other things. Um, and therapy can look different in, in like it can be different for everyone. There's so I just want to actually touch up on this for whoever's listening. I only recently discovered there are so many different types of therapy and it's mm. good to actually understand what you need for whatever reason you're going. Yeah. There's somatic therapy for like PTSD, mm. trauma, there's CBT, there's, you know, Samira obviously knows. There's psychotherapy, yeah. there's so many options. Mm. It's good to actually understand and find the right, th- yeah. right therapist for I you. I know yeah. someone who went to art therapy and then at the same time they were 
were also yeah. able to talk through the traumas that had happened in their early childhood whilst also drawing things. Yeah. And then um, I remember years ago, like I think I was like 22, I'd gone to a therapist who made me like rearrange like toys and was like, I want you to kind of use these toys as a way to mm. depict your childhood that's or to depict your... And yeah, I was like, what? So At first I was like I've taken aback. Yeah. But now actually I realise it's probably a different way of, of adjusting things. Yeah, and that was yeah. really This cool. is one thing I find frustrating because I feel like in America it's such a common thing having mm. a therapist. No, I'm just going to go to my therapist. Yeah, I feel like it's such a common thing. It's like it's normalised over it's there. Completely British normalized culture. And yeah. also, but hush, whereas hush. here, but just even NHS was like for me right now, say obviously like Sam, I've got you if I need it, I'm going to come to you for it. But if I didn't have you, and I'm looking into therapy. I have nowhere. I have no idea where to start or where mm. to look. Am I supposed to go to my GP and start crying my eyes Culturally, out so they can like? In the UK, no, it would. You know I mean? But like, that's the thing. It would be the GP. But I hate what you're saying, Priscilla, because they haven't taught us where to go. Yeah. Like, if you're physically ill, you know, you go to your GP. If you've got eye problems, you go to your optician. Yeah. But when it comes to mental health, and because there's so many variants of mental health. Where do you go? But also it makes me think like I, I only go to my GP when I don't have a choice. Do you get what I mean? Mm, like I feel yes. like I need to be in a really, really bad place in order for me to go to my GP and ask for that rather than I'm not in a bad place. I would just like therapy. Like I don't know how to you go to that. BPS, British Psychological Society. So type in Google. Thank you for that, guys. They've got all <laughs> the different types <laughs> of mental helpful. health help. Thank okay. You. <laughs> because it's true. I think the NHS maybe to an extent has now become let's address um, serious health problems maybe but mm. but then at the same time some people might not necessarily be privileged enough to go and preemptively seek therapy when they're not necessarily in a bad place but they just want like you said they want that tune up or they want that MOT yeah. they just want to kind of go through that's why education things. is so key like yeah. you know if you have this early on you'll know what to do and when to do it when yeah. it comes to things can, like that can yeah. I just add my two pence can we also take this on a broader spectrum mm -hmm. to like health in general yeah because mental health is also part of like your health overall mm. Um, it's the same with like being a naturopath. It's the same, you know, you think if I have this presenting sim sy symptom, I can only go to my GP, but there are so many branches. There are so many experts. There are so many ways to dig deeper with your health. But again, it's not accessible. We don't know these things. Mm. So education is the key and knowing what's available. Yeah. And knowing there's a correlation, as you said, Nirvana, with your yeah. physical health and your mental health. Oh, yeah. it's totally yeah. related. They go hand in hand. Yeah. I'll definitely say, like, I feel like my health like you mentioned Samira with your own health for me my health I had massive health problems when I was in my early 20s as opposed to my mid to late 20s but then I realized the importance of actually getting the help mm. I need like I, re I went to private gynecologist to address my PCOS when I was 20 21 22 um I was like given the pill I was given this I was given that I was also dealing with my mental health at the time digestive issues my body's battling against me and you're kind of thinking what the hell do I do but I think throughout your 20s you kind of go through ups and downs with your health and yeah. you're kind of challenged with it and then you realize more than anything if health I is wealth health, yeah if I health don't have is good wealth health, then I don't yeah. have anything else. I can have all the money in the world. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. Yep. And that's what I was thinking when I was ill myself. Yeah, yeah you only like realize that when your you're physical really appearance, Ill. your money, Absolutely. like your car, like your social plans. You can't do any of that or enjoy any of that if you don't have your health. Yeah. Um. So that's why it's so important just to focus on your health whilst yeah. we can, whilst we're young. Mm. 
compared to leaving it until you're old. So that's why now, where I was saying in my early 20s, I was going to bed ridiculously late. Mm. I was like managing to somehow like run around on three, four hours of sleep. Now I prioritize going to the gym. I know that my body feels much better if I'm eating well. Mm. Um, I know that, for example, if I look after myself, like and I have a good routine during the day, yeah. then mentally, physically, everything is sound. Yeah, I they're all in sync. Yeah, I can't be doing the stuff that I did when I was in my um, in my early 20s. But yeah, moving on from early 20s and blah 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 now we're heading towards our 30s right so half of us are 30 half of us aren't so naturally we're going to be asking things about marriage one of us in the room is already married yep yep <laughs> yeah we have, we'll have <laughs> people are probably asking us by now babies marriage come, partners baby. whoever so yeah i mean i'm look. can i just yeah. say i'm looking forward to all four of us Same. being gummy mummies yes. I know. and having our children and them growing up yeah. together and just progressing onto the next stage of our life yeah yeah i'm, I'm looking excited. forward to that I, I remember i mean i've always been broody from i wasn't you know i i, I, I was very anti-children the, in my early 20s now is, i want one see i was and now over the past two years i'd say i'm really anxious the idea of having kids makes me like oh my god no no no, no. i think i've maybe realized as i'm getting older time is more precious and i've mm. become a little bit more selfish mm. yeah and i'm 100%. like okay have i actually done everything i want to do yeah you know, maybe I'm wrong in thinking that because there's no like death sentence to your life when you have a kid. It's just a whole other chapter. But it's like, yeah, it's really strange. And I think with our dating system in this day and age of everyone, well, t- this is my perspective, my experience of everyone being disposable. <laughs> it's it made is. me it's really so scared. I'm like, shit, like, oh, you know, maybe I won't have someone forever by my side. Mm. Maybe I'll just have to think of someone that's good enough to be a parent rather than a partner and a parent it's all these thoughts running through my head but obviously I'm not manifesting none of that crap manifesting what I want but it's yeah my, my thinking has completely changed that's so interesting like for me when I was in my early 20s I was like I don't want children in my mind I kind of did I think but I probably was just maybe like a defense mechanism to think well I'm probably not going to be able to have kids or I have issues having kids because I have PCOS but in my mind I never really thought about children and I remember speaking to you guys as well as my sister about it and I was like have you guys always wanted to be parents and I remember my sister was like yeah since I was a kid I've always wanted to be a mum and I was like I've never really thought like that whereas now in let's say the last couple of years I want children so badly like I want a child I want a daughter I want a son I want my my children and it for me I definitely see my 30s being my years of amongst other things a year of motherhood uh, sorry a decade of motherhood yeah 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 how soon <laughs> I mean let's see on TP <laughs> hopefully in the next couple of years I would love that as yeah. well I'd be so happy. I hope I'd be least, so excited yeah. I'll be yeah. your baby's like godmother yeah <laughs> I've always said, Navani, you need them, to yeah. train to become a doula so you can I help will. me deliver it's as well. It's on the list. It's on the list. Yeah. I got you, girl. Don't worry. Yeah. Motherhood. Do you guys see motherhood happening in your 30s? Mm. Well, for me, I think it's a little bit, little bit similar to Navana's. I, when I was young, I was like, I'm meant to be a mum. And I also feel like I was, I've was, i been always quite motherly. And just You're so good with kids as yeah, well. Yeah, aura-wise. And I, I am, not to like toot my own horn, but yeah, I am pretty good with kids as well. But I don't know if it's because of my job that like you know i'm with kids five days a week and Mm. you know it's a lot but the older i've gotten the less i want kids and i think because there's quite a few kids in my life like uh, from my friends and stuff Mm. like Mm. i love being the aunt like i love the fact that i can play with them and have fun with them and then give them back to their parents (laughs) (laughs) whereas if you're a mum they are with you 20 yeah but having said that something funny happened so on friday i was on break time duty and one of the year sevens she started projectile vomiting 
bless her, it was like shooting out her nose as well. Ooh. And she was crying. Oh, yum. Guys, it was bad. Pee. It was like a oh. movie, guys. It was like this little tiny, cute little girl. Oh. And it was like shooting out of her. Ew. So, no, Thanks. but then my gut instinct. No, it was just one of those <laughs> things because I've been like, especially the last few years, I'm like, I'm not ready to have kids. Like if yeah. it happens, it happens. But that desire I had is not there anymore. But um, I don't know, adrenaline kicked in. I was wiping her snot. I was wiping up her puke. I was wiping her tears. I calmed her down, got her water, and then, you know. And then I just felt really maternal afterwards. Like, I was really proud of myself. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you just needed that spot. I don't yeah. know. But at the same time, I'm at the same place where I feel like, not just because of the pandemic, I feel like the last few years, like, regarding the things that I would usually do, like, main thing being traveling and stuff, I feel like there's a lot of things I've not done yet. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like I've not fully lived my life to the point where i'm ready to be selfless yeah you have to have it in your own timeline yeah and also like it's the most important not not that is that is your only job and that's who you are but it's a really big thing definitely it is a big thing um it's a big thing it's a massive thing like for me i because i'm married or you know i mean i've been in a relationship now quite some time i naturally i feel like the next step is to have a kid Mm. And initially, I wasn't ready for a kid. And it's only been like the last few months that I've made that decision yeah. now that, you know, I'm ready to have a child. Mm. Um, but I think for the longest while, I was scared of if I have a kid, then my life will be over, like the life that I know. Yeah. Mm. But I think just being the person I've become today, I've started to realize actually, you can still have your life yeah. and have a kid. Yeah. And be able to do everything. It may just be in a different way. But ultimately, you life will go on. And it may even be the best part of your life. Yeah, of course. As we've seen from some of the people that already have kids around yeah. us. Yeah. Like, to experience that unconditional love. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and also, just to, like, move away slightly. I'm also looking forward to seeing, like, how, you know, how my career is going to span out yeah. in the next 10 years. Yeah. and. Will I reach all the personal goals that I've set? Yeah. It's very exciting when you think about it. You know, it's interesting when you say it because it's so easy for people to dread their 30s, whether it's because maybe you haven't necessarily met the timeline that you would have expected to have met by the time you're 30 or, oh my God, your 30s, life is over. That's Mm. it. You're going to be a mum by then or blah, blah, blah. But honestly, I am looking so forward to my 30s. (laughs) Nirvana, you said it earlier, grown and sexy. I feel like I'm already at there at that point anyway to be mm. yeah. uh-huh. but I feel like those are your grown and sexy it years. is you're more confident you're more self-assured you're yeah. way more confident and self-assured now at 29 versus 21 or 22 in our 20s Imagine we were 30. we were finding ourselves so yeah. we're trying to understand our identity who yeah. we were what role we have in the world where yeah. we're going like now that we've been able to connect all the dots or mm. a good chunk of it yeah. it's now enacting them in you our 30s in your 30s exactly exactly and imagine all the source in those in your 20s sorry in your 30s the source you're going to have the self-assuredness mm. the confidence no one in the world can shake your confidence it's like an unshakable confidence and it's also like a knowledge that you have in, within yourself like i'm good yeah I'm and good. i think that's really going to be like what makes my 30s i'm really looking forward to my 30s like i'm just excited yeah. for what it's going to bring for me. i think from some of the people i've spoken to who are like in their mid or late 30s they're literally what they've said has been very positive actually they've all said yeah your 30s is like your late 20s but with more money yeah oh, that's yeah what I want. 
Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. Because <laughs> imagine by, by then anyway, you probably would have um, been a bit more established in your career. Mm. You would have been a bit more kind of, a bit more self-assured. And you know, actually, I have quite a few friends who are in their 30s as well, like early across the spectrum. So whether they're in the early 30s up until their late 30s. And I just look at the women, especially in their late 30s, and I'm like, wow, they're like bad boss Mm. do you know what the funny thing is like how old do you guys feel like inside as in right now yeah 25 that's the thing i think my ranges there's times where i feel like i'm 25 25. and there's times i feel like i'm 50 years old yeah i'm generally like i I was speaking to my mum and like my like family friend and stuff it was like i think i don't know which christmas it was we were talking about the whole age thing and they're they're both in their 50s and they're like we still feel like we're in our 20s my mum's in her 50s and said the same actually she said i don't feel like i'm in my 50s she says i feel very young yeah so i think in that sense interesting to me I mean, what I comfort myself with is, like, at least I ain't 50 <laughs> or 60, okay? <laughs> Just say, God willing, yeah, you're going to get but there. that's not the problem for today or tomorrow, <laughs> no, no, okay? Sam, Sam, like, for me, like, we, I, like there's one of our, my colleagues that works, she's 54. I look at her and I'm like, your life is banging. Like, you look banging. Like, I think when we were younger, like, 50 looked so old, like, so old. But where I'm actually looking mm. at some 50-year-olds, I'm actually I mean, J-Lo, J-Lo is oh, 53. On, yeah. And yeah. she looks better than all of us. You know, well, to be fair, with that money. They do say a lot That's of That's what I mean. We need to get the moolah then. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't necessarily believe so much in like, a, you peaked in your Doesn't life. They do say guys. women <laughs> peak in their 40s. I don't know everything. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't believe in a peak as such because I think we're always constantly improving. We're always growing. I think that's really strange for me is when I look at me now, like I'm 28. Bro, my You're not 29. Going on to 30. Sorry. Denial March. I'm 29. And when I look at my mum, she was 29 and I was, what, like nine? It's mad. Like my mum at my age now had a nine year old. My mum had That's two children. That's the same with all of our moms. Yeah, my mum had yeah. crazy. So when at I look at my mum, when I look at what my mum did and what, what what my parents have done for me, I'm like they just made it work. They made it work. Yeah. yeah. They okay. Maybe they didn't make all the best decisions yeah. in the world. But, you know, first but generation. Of course. That's what I was loads saying. Of sympathy and like yeah. you know like forgiveness and kindness and I really get it. But like. Damn, like it's, they it's young. They were young. Mm. So I think my mum had me at twenty-five. Well, my mum had me 20. at twenty-five as well. If, wow. this was a case, yeah. I, I, if I was my mum, I would have had a five-year-old right now. Mm. That's crazy. I can't imagine having two kids right now as half right But now, you say that half but if you did have two kids, you, you would, you, you would, make, yeah. it would, you could, you will still make it work. Yeah, you'd have to, you, and yeah, your you life will still be as good as you Us thought it would be. Yeah. Like think about yeah. it. We like, adapt. We, we live in a pandemic right now, and it's like normal now. Yeah, <laughs> I was having this conversation with um the guy that I'm seeing today, and mm. I and, and uh, mm. <laughs> anyway, and he, I was like, he we were talking about children and having kids and stuff, and I was like, but I'm so scared. And he was like, but think about it. Our parents did it. And they just made it work. Yeah. And I was like, I get that, but I want to give them everything. He was like, you're never going to be in a perfect gonna, yeah. place in your never, life. Never. And it doesn't ever come with a manual. As long as you can give them all the love in the world, you just make it work with the best that you can in that moment. Yeah. And it kind of hit me. I was like, I need to just apply this mentality to everything that yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wherever I'm at. Think about it. Our parents. Oh, sorry, Prusa. No, sorry. Think about yeah. it. Go on sorry, sorry. <laughs> but I just want to use like, think about some of our friends. Yeah. Like who my friends and our friends that we also share, like who have had kids and some of them have not been the way they imagined it. And they're smashing it. They're killing it. Like I have they're a lot of friends it. who had kids in their early 20s. And they, I have had some friends say to me, 
oh, you're actually like, they do wonder like if I, what life could have been had I had my kids later. But then they also say I would not have changed it for the world because the person I am today is yeah. not the they person motivate I would have had you to kids. be the best version yeah. of yourself. Because actually, you've got children to yeah. live for now. You, I have that to do is well your goal. Yeah. yeah, that's your driving force. Yeah. It motivates you to become a better person, to do better for them, and in doing so, you do better for yourself. Yeah, and this whole fear element of you know having kids. Like the way I look at it is when I think about when I first started uni, my mm. first day, I was shit scared when I started my first proper job or when I went on my first yeah. date or when I met my first group of friends. I was yeah. all of those times. I was so scared. And you, and you smashed it. And I smashed it. And it was one of the best experiences. Yeah. And I would like to think it would be the same for when you have a kid, if not even better. If not, yeah, even better. Yeah. I want to move on to something a bit more lighthearted and talk about, for example, like beauty and the way we look and our appearance and dress and stuff like that. <laughs> lighthearted. Like, I mean, um, is dealing with it. adult acne don't in her 30s. It. I mean, let's talk about that. So, guys, if you were to compare, for example, your early 20s to your late 20s, like for me, for example, I loved makeup. I was a beauty blogger at that time. But then at the same time, I was dealing with real self-esteem issues with the way I looked, with my appearance, with the way I dressed. I couldn't dress to save my life. Whereas now I feel like I've got a good sense of how to dress for my body. I'm really confident in my body. I love my shape. I know how to dress to complement that makeup, skincare, all of that, and I dealt with a lot of adult acne as well, as well. So, yeah, what about you guys? I mean, you touched on adult I acne. I mean, briefly. for me, I didn't have acne as a teenager, and I got diagnosed with PCOS when I was um, nineteen. Mm. No, twenty. How old was I? Twenty. I think I got diagnosed when I was in yeah. my twenties, and that's when I broke up with um, acne. And yeah. to this day, if you guys could see my face, I'm currently peeling because I'm using um, tretinoin. Which you recommended to me. Yeah, Damatica, guys. I, I, feel like, I can't I feel listen like to this conversation, guys. <laughs> no, but it's I know changed you my don't skin. like no, no, it. But it's it fully changed, changed my, my skin. Yeah, like, I have no regrets. I mean, me. I'm struggling with flakingness, but I never thought I would have adult acne. I never imagined in my teens or 20s that as a grown ass 30 year old, I'll be dealing with acne. <laughs> it's not fun at all. It really isn't. I think for me, every now and again, I'm like, really? But I will say this the last. so when I was about up until about 20 so I never had acne when I was a teenager either I just had a couple of spots on my forehead but when I got to about 21 to 23 I dealt with really bad acne and then up until I was about 27 or 8 my skin was perfectly clear and then 28 I just had an eruption of acne and I've talked about it on previous episodes before and I think that was because I had a very stressful job at the time mm. I was just really stressed out with loads of different things at once and I think my PCOS flared up again I'm like am I really dealing with this shit in my late twenties, yeah. Why? I actually cried, cried about it. I had Me like too. a little breakdown. You know, it was during. I don't know which. Skin on your I've lost count how many no lockdowns joke. we've had, but it was one of the lockdowns. Yeah. And obviously, you're at home. You've got a lot of free times on your hands. So yeah. I was like spending money on all these products and watching all these YouTube videos and videos and stuff. And I was like, why is this not improving? Yeah. And that's when I went to hardcore. Dermatica, tretinoin. Yeah, because I'm like, I've tried everything. What's another thing? And it worked. So yeah. So right now, I'm dealing with that. Um. I also had, went through a phase where I lost a lot of hair. Me too. Me too. On my head. I think this was, um, I, I think, five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. I had like a big hair loss and like my hair's kind of coming back. It's because you've been now. using some things as well. So what have you been um, using? So I've been doing PRP treatment. So that's when they take your blood um, blood, and they um, centrifuge it and they se- separate the plasma and then they inject the plasma into your skull to promote growth is actually one of the things that has proved scientifically it's, to have some sort use of that when they have hairline transplants as well I've noticed yeah. or like hair transplants or whatever yeah because it's yeah. like collagen and it's your own body and stuff so yeah. um, I've had 
six treatments for that. Mm. So I got that during after the first lockdown. Yeah. T- up until now. Um, I have seen some improvement. And also I think just like hair straightening wise as well. I've stopped using hair straighteners. I just blow dry my hair now. Speaking of stopping stuff, for me, I used to use all the kind of skincare when I was in my early 20s, mainly because I wanted my skin to look good because of my acne. I used to, at 21, by the way, I used to use SkinCeuticals, Le Mer, all the expensive brands Ooh. you can think of. Whereas now at almost 30, I just use Dermatica, I just use rosehip oil. I use the Corsix Snell Mucin. Oh, I love that. We have the same skincare right now. And it's just basic and I just double cleanse. SPF, ooh, ooh. SPF, Big one, guys. To be fair, I always use SPF, but it was never every day. It was like mainly in the summer and every day would be like, what, SPF 25? Yeah. But now it's like every day, religiously, I slather on that 50. I mean, it'll keep us looking young. Exactly. But speaking of young, I know like in our 20s, now that we're kind of going into our 30s we're probably going to start like looking a bit older which in a way I, i'm actually quite happy to look older in my in my opinion honestly i'm happy happy to age and i would hope that by the time i do maybe look a bit more older that by then i would have accepted it gracefully <laughs> what's so funny i love how house is saying this and all i'm thinking about is like hmm botox i don't, yeah, I don't no, want to no, look no, old no, i was going to that like uh, would you guys consider Hell things yes. like botox fillers, things like that guys i don't know no, nevada's gonna say nevada's no, very anti for me that. i'm pre- i'm more about the preventative than damage control later on down the line yeah. so saying i'll that. do what i can now to prevent I in get the long that. Run. I get the preventative thing, but you could do it naturally. You can have acupuncture facials. <laughs> but no, I think they're very holistic. I love it. There are some things that I think I would consider. Like I think for me, getting my teeth done, you know, like making sure my skin is on point. Like mm. these things are important. But maybe having Botox, lip fillers, things like you that. You know, I went for a Botox consultation. You guys obviously know that. I somehow went. I somehow convinced myself that I needed Botox to lift my brows. I don't know why yeah, we now. We were having this discussion. Yeah. But we did. And I remember going to Harley Street to a doctor. And I said to her, I want to lift my eyebrows. And she looked at me and she said, honestly, you do not need it. I'm going to ruin your face if I give you Botox. And now perhaps... I don't really need it, I think. Maybe later to be on. Fair, we don't we don't need it. We want it. That's we, want it. <laughs> we don't actually need it. But now I think she gave me because she was very ethical about it, because she could have actually just taken my money. Yeah, yeah. I've had that situation. Actually, well. I don't want it. I don't want it anymore. Yeah, I've had that situation when they were like, when you're wasting your money, don't do it. Yeah. Nirvana, you're laughing. <laughs> I'm over this conversation already. <laughs> you're yeah, not, you're not moving away. It. But moving away <laughs> from skincare, I think like fashion <laughs> as well. Look I after your liver, your skin will be fine. Okay, tell us, how do we look after our liver? Celery. It's a bit more complex. Celery than juice. It's a <laughs> bit Samira, more complex. Tell us about than celery that. juice. Like, you love your celery don't juice. Drink don't drink tap you? water. <laughs> don't drink tap. No, honestly, <laughs> work from within, guys. Work from within. No, I believe that. I believe that wholeheartedly. When I I'm believe when my that to an extent, but on a level, good. when you've got PCOS or you've got hormones, and work stuff from as well. within. Yeah, Balance your hormones. Sometimes, sometimes that still doesn't. Sometimes do it. I, it does do it. You have to with both of us having You have to. Yeah, but obviously that's external. But you have to do both. Yeah, yeah. You have to do both, and also I think being consistent with treatment is so important. And also, you remember you can have all the herbs, medicine in the world, but if you're constantly stressed emotionally, yeah, it can it's affect. It just backlashes every, every mm. time. So going back to our conversation before, it's important to do an overall like check. Emotionally, am I okay? Physically, am I okay? <laughs> it's like everything. Yeah, yeah, is a contribution. And also, what you're putting into your body. Yes. Honestly, I feel like when I'm eating right, my skin is right, my mm. body's right. I just feel good. For me, like sleep I as just well. sleep. Oh is my a god, don't one. get me started on sleep. But um, sense of style, though, I think 
it's a big one as well learning how to dress for your body yeah but that's because look how much more is available oh my god yeah plus plus size size, yeah the curvy models embracing stretch marks Mm. i mean i love it i love it i wish we had i love it to an extent but as a plus size myself i do find it sometimes frustrating because some of these girls are not plus size they are literally medium size there's a long way to go they they literally have the perfect hourglass figure that are like what size 14 girls with flat bellies how this should be discussed more often i absolutely do love that we've had this whole new thing mm. however you're absolutely right they are perfectly it's the quite proportion in proportion it's acceptable. No, but it's still also within still it's still like a lot of them like some of the big ones are literally size 14 size 16 we need more yeah we need a variety of sizes because sizes can go up to like but i do love it like in general like my my instagram feed obviously because of the stuff i look at my instagram mm. feed's got so many amazing plus size models and i'm not talking about the flats like i'm talking about stretch marks cellulite rolls hair love Everything. it all so i think in that sense for me my newsfeed is covered with that and i quite i love it we have to do that i, I love think it for the sake of our own mind as well like again our own welfare we need to lack of education as well in schools like you know if you if you've got a really really big breast wearing fucking sorry excuse my language I mean, cut that okay. bit out <laughs> wearing Victoria's secret isn't the one yeah, or like going to bravissimo is the one you know like uh, they need to teach these things <gasps> in school that, because actually Nirvana you and I used to work at Bravissima as bra fitters you know one of the single handedly biggest things that actually really helped my self esteem was working as a bra fitter oh me too because I used me to work too. with women Different that had double bodies. mastectomies Dif- like I used to ha- see and women who'd have boob jobs reconstructions massive boobs slim everything and you know what they were really so was perfect. perfect and I never they were perfect. looked at a woman and thought oh yeah. my god look at her she's got roles she needs same to. with seeing vaginas all the time why when you're doing so waxing harsh to myself then and i appreciate every one of their bodies like what honestly this reminds me i don't know if you guys have watched a new season of sex education but it reminds me of like one of the scenes there what what i just sex education yeah season three yeah you'd be the different vulvas yeah like you know doing being a bra at that point in my life i was a bra fit i was a therapist i was coming people coming in for waxing and saying does mine look this normal it's crazy. Like, it made me realise, oh, my God, like, they are perfect just the way they are. I am perfect the way I am. Yeah, we're really harsh on ourselves. You're rarely ever going to walk up to a woman and be like, ew, I can see your rolls. Ew, you've got cellulite. But So why do we do the same to ourselves? I actually like your women. I, 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 just, I think looks, now I put things into perspective and I realise that there are certain things about my body that I can't change. Accept it. Move on. Yeah, I think for me, my biggest struggle was that I think I got to a point. Obviously, don't get me wrong. I'm not fully happy with it. But in the sense of loving it, I do love it. I'm like, it's got me to this point. I'm alive. <laughs> I'm partially healthy. Touch wood. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I think for me, the main thing was just learning to be comfortable in it and also dressing for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think one of my biggest things when I was younger was I didn't know how to dress for my body, which made me even more self insecure. Whereas now, like I, I can wear stuff that I know will make me feel good. Yeah, mm. it's so important. You have to feel good. Honestly, if you look good, you feel good as well. So sometimes if I feel a bit crap or under the weather, I'm going to dress up. And I'm looking forward to, um, you know, now that we're grown and sexy, like, you know, I dress attire, like for me anyways, I'm looking forward to wearing like more suits. Yeah. This is how I imagine red my souls. Like this is literally. how I imagine oh my, my God, Samira, you were Like when I was 16, I literally imagined this with a St. Laurent bag. Like Louis sex Vuitton. and the city oh, vibe. Literally. Yes. Sex Sexy and the city. suit, yep. sleek hair, like 
like you know the Prada or Chanel glasses. Yeah, literally that's the image I had with a Range Rover or a BMW convertible. Imagine yeah. all of us like going out to dinner, pulling up in our nice cars. I had to get my license first. You know, <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> all do. <laughs> and then we've got our outfits on, and then we leave the restaurant. We all kiss each other, hug each other, bye, and, you, and we all go mm. into our cars and drive home. But this is what I'm. This is what I'm looking forward to because I feel like now that we have got the building blocks in place, yeah, we've established the foundation mm. we can now think about these things yeah whereas during our 20s it was a trying to find yourself b trying to find the right career trying to make sure you're on a decent salary and now that we've entered our 30s we can now think grow about these other more. things yeah. and grow more and like think about the little things like you know your appearance and the outfits and where you're going to go on holidays Definitely. like everything's an upgrade absolutely Oh, guys, I'm looking forward to it. Guys, imagine doing another one in 10 years' time. Mm. Well, when we go... No, it'll be interesting to, to listen back to this. Yeah, listening back to this. even, because I think in your 30s, oh, so yeah. much more Yeah, well, or to be fair, yeah. I, I do you think know, when we're 35, we should listen back to this. <laughs> Nirvana earlier was saying that this is going to be like history for us. So, so okay, so let's, let's, before we conclude, um, let's all think about perhaps three things we hope to achieve or be in the process of in the next five years. Okay. Hmm. Nirvana, you seem eager to answer that. Go I'm ahead. I'm really excited for some of my goals. Um, I I think I've got a massive year ahead of me to travel. I mean, I'm going to wait till COVID kind of dies down. Mm. But I think I have this plan to go to all these cool indigenous places in the world and collect information, knowledge on how they use herbal medicine. That's a massive project for me. And to set up my clinic, take herbal medicine to a whole other level make it sexy in London town, <laughs> get people on it. And I would also really love to, I think I'd love to be settled with someone, dare Damn. I say it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm ready to like have yeah. a proper sit, yeah, settle down, have a good relationship with someone. And yeah, yeah I think that's, that's a, I'm going to treat it as like a project because I want to give it everything and make mm. it work I the way I want it to. Intentional. Yeah, I want to be really intentional with it. Um, and yeah, just uh, like eventually I'd love to take my herbal medicine to a whole nother level. I have so many plans for it. Like I obviously I want to open up the clinic, but then eventually I'd love to go deeper with it and and set up maybe like a naturopathic nursery because I think the best way to start is young. So mm. if we can get them into like the holistic life from early stages and get yeah. parents on board, it just yeah it's it's not i don't think it's that been done before so i'm really excited to kind of bring that yeah out yeah what about you parisa that sounds amazing i know no, it sounds Thanks, amazing babe. i can't wait I can't wait i'm excited for you yeah i'm excited <laughs> i can't wait um for me um i think the main thing just focusing on myself i think i'm at that stage where i do want to focus on my fitness and health and my mental well-being and just self-growth. So for me, the next few years, I think it's just that. Regarding love life-wise, right now I'm in hibernation mode. So again, yeah, I'm tapping out. But <laughs> 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 so none of that for me right now. Um, yeah, I don't. I think honestly, I think with the whole therapy stuff, I'm not in a place where I'm actually ready to. I want to, but I don't think I'm ready. Mm. So yeah, I would just like to work on myself for the next few years and just w- like focus on myself, my friends. Um, hopefully, maybe get a driving license. That would be nice. 
yeah, save I'd money mm. and traveling. I'm not gonna lie, traveling's massive on my list. I've not gone anywhere in the past two years. Yeah. Well, I, went, I went Edinburgh, but you know, yeah, COVID and really Cambridge. That's it, guys. <laughs> Staycation. Staycation. And you, Samira, what about you? Um, oh my god, I'm so excited for all of you. Oh, thanks, babe. <laughs> Why are we whispering? Because Nirvana was whispering. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to have a kid. Yeah. Preferably twins. Inshallah. 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 Do you have twins in your family? Yeah, babe. Oh my twins. god, I'm so excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On both sides. Mm. I'm not sure about his side, but my side, it's my first cousins it's, it's, are twins. It's more on the genetically, it's the mum. Is it the mum? Yeah, I thought you was going to say it's the guy. It's no, no, always no, 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 the guy. No, because no, it's the <laughs> eggs. You need to the release egg. two eggs at a time, or one of your eggs needs to split into two if it's identical. Ah. So it's, yeah, I was worried you were going to say, I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to have to tell what her. About, what about eye colours? Eye colour, that's both. That's 50. It okay. depends. It's dominant. <laughs> Babe, she both have brown eyes. Your babies are going to have brown eyes. Wait, is it green no, no, no. Pause, pause, pause right there. My is granddad it? had green eyes and but my that, dad has that's hazel recessive. eyes. That's recessive. The probability of that's really low. If carries the recessive gene and you carry the recessive gene, then the probability is not going to happen. Is it true that girls look more like their fathers? And when they're born, like in, no, no. Initially, when they're born, babies tend to look more like their dads. So it's like back in the caveman days. So the they know it's theirs yeah, yeah, yeah. oh interesting <laughs> so the daddy wouldn't dash off and be like that's not my kid oh swear oh, that's yeah. wow. so I think initially when babies are born they look more like their dads oh, wow. okay well yeah okay well to have a family basically that's yeah. one goal yeah um how many inshallah whatever god twins, whatever god gives me I love okay. it yeah whatever god gives me if it's one two three Whatever God gives me, we'll Five. stop at free. No, we'll stop at free. As long as I can fit them in a car. <laughs> um, also, in terms of like my career, to be a clinical psychologist, yeah. as that's the next step of yeah. my career. So we could work together. We could, right? Yeah. Combine yeah. the two. Yeah. <laughs> um, and lastly, to to move abroad. Like I want to move away. I want to experience a different culture, yeah. a different Where society. Where would you like to go? Yeah. Anywhere anywhere yeah i'm not picky honestly i'm not picky and also like within my work also to like get like the whole message of mental health um more accessible to like ban communities and developing countries like trying to spread that message that it's okay to have mental health problems yeah um it doesn't mean you're less of a person it doesn't mean you're not going to go for our own life it's just like having a physical health problem and i feel like that message is not driven hard enough um and that's like my overall goal for like people to fully understand that if you have a mental health problem it's just like having a physical health problem it's just yeah. like you've broken your leg and it's okay take that time out yeah to heal and to go to therapy or to take medication yeah or to do whatever's advised yeah rather than thinking i can't talk about this mm. and i feel like it's more but it's it's much worse in certain cultures and i feel like that barrier needs to be broken I'm down excited. so I'm yeah excited for you guys. so what about you Hassa? i think ideally in my 30s i would definitely so this love is in to the next five years family yeah i want the love i want the, the children i want the home like the family not just like a, a husband and a child like i literally want the family mm. like the, the home you know like to, the, the unit that's really what i want like, i want love familial love i want 
like a platonic love with my friends. I want great relationships. I want romantic love. I want it all. Like I just want to be surrounded by pure oh, like love. Yeah, that's I feel like beautiful. I crave it now. I think I really want to be Aww. able to create like a real good solid mm. unit for myself. Um, I think I really want to be able to create um a business that helps others as well. Like I don't want to just be in it for money. I really want to create a really successful business that goes out to help others um so all will be revealed in due course of course and then another third thing like you parisa i think i still have a bit more traveling left in me whether it's with my partner whether it's with by myself whether it's with friends i definitely want to travel a bit more i think i need to kind of go to more far-flung places in the world now like i really want to travel around the caribbean i really want to travel around asia there's Mm. so many parts of the world that i haven't touched yet and i've always been traveling from when i was young but now it's time to really go to the places that kind of scared me to begin with. Well, not scared me, but more that made it's me unknown. go, whoa. Yeah, like, oh yeah. my God, these not, parts not of the common, world are unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's time. I think now it's more, like, I'm more self-assured in myself. I'm a lot mm. more confident. I'm not as ignorant as I used to be. I'm not as shy as, as I was when I was in my earlier years as well. So, yeah, those are, those are my wishes. Oh, put onwards, guys. Yeah, guys, I'm excited for us to turn Only 30. finer with time. Listen, we have known each other since we were, what, like, I've known Samira how long? Samira... So I've known Samira since we were like five. Parisa and Navani, you guys have known since each other for a similar eight, age. And then eight, all in yeah. as a group, we've known each other since we were like 11 or 12. Mm. So that many years and now reaching but our third decade. But that's beautiful that we've actually so grown much. together. So much. Like, it's beautiful. Yeah. Facts. Like it's beautiful. we grew from like a puberty era that to a young adult. Yeah. yeah. A lot of our defining moments, like a lot of our firsts, a lot of our sad moments, a lot of us. Our highs, our lows, everything. We've been together. together. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited to to live through my 30s with you guys. And I I hope God allows us to to continue. Inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah, I can't wait to see what you guys do. Guys, um, that's the end of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Nirvana, hit the button. I love you guys. And we done. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 